Hello, I'm Dr. Margaret and welcome to Journey into an Unknown World. I've been doing this show for over five years now. There are over 117 shows for you to go to, listen to. You can download them from iTunes or from webtalkradio.net and learn a great deal. These shows are about me teaching you how to deal with issues, to understand certain things that I've been teaching around the world over the years. And so what I thought I'd do today is to amalgamate many of the things that I have shared with you over the years. Some of you may know that this is a time of change. You've been through the shift and you've understood that the Piscean Age has moved into the Aquarian Age and I have also taught you in a past show that we are moving into the Spiritual Age during that time. The second Spiritual Age was manifested in 2008 and here we are moving into 2016 which is eight years later and eight if you turn it on its side is infinity and if we look at the the infinity cycle we see two loops that are entwined in a continual energy of back and forth energy and here from this simple sign I'd like you to understand that we are part of the oneness in its lower form and that the oneness in its higher form is the upper loop and so we must integrate all that we do here on earth with all that is accepted rejuvenated and revitalized in the upper echelon of the oneness now we can talk about God and we can say that God is in the overview the symbol of all the energy of all the forms of the entire presence of the oneness what we don't know is how vast it is but today I'd like to give you symbols things to think about that can allow you to bring help right down into your everyday existence so first of all let's imagine an amoeba and as you all know amoebas can move by gyrating energy within themselves they can move from one place to another they have a nucleus they have food vacuoles and they survive this is the first form of energy of life on this planet so they say if we think about that amoeba and we parallel it with the oneness what we end up with is a giant amoeba in all that is that we can possibly understand that is the oneness and just like a small amoeba the large one that is God and the oneness and all that we can think of is also gyrating and it must keep on gyrating in order to continue life and it must receive food in the form of energy from us 
who are in the lower aspects of the infinity consciousness of all that is and will always be. But what is what we do, really doing, to the upper echelon of the oneness? And how can we, in our own way, join in with the Ascended Masters and any other energy source forms we like to call them who are not incarnate on this earth at this time? Well, it sounds very mystical, doesn't it? And it sounds very complicated too and it also sounds inspiring but it all depends on where you're at in your life, what you're into, what you like to do, what you don't want to do. You see, you have free will. And within the energy of the oneness, every single fragment that formulates into the oneness has free will. And it is that free will that allows us to create and destroy. I'd like to pause here for a minute and just say to you that if you would like to know more about your life and why you were born and what your coding is in terms of your attunement to the oneness, which is a soul structure coding, I can do that for you. All you have to do is to let me know that you are interested in having a reading channeled by me from the oneness to help you know yourself, know why you psychologically, emotionally, mentally and physically act the way you do in spite of or despite urgencies, pressures and many other things that go on in this world that cause you to stop and maybe get stressed and frustrated or very angry, fearful, lost. Yes, I can help you with your issues. So all you have to do is write to me, Dr. Margaret, that's spelled out D-R-M-A-R-G-A-R-E-T-R-V-C at gmail.com and I'll get back to you. So moving on with this understanding that the oneness is gyrating energy all the time. Where is it going? Is it going round in circles, up and down, round about, in and out? Well, of course it is. But have you ever thought about that? A ball of energy or an amoeba moving its energy back and forth, causing it to shift and move on from place to place. In eons of time, we believe that back in history there have been four periods of history where this earth, though billions of years old, has had many life forms, including us and other animals on this planet. What has wiped us out and what has brought us back is not science, but the oneness. Perhaps we might fantasize that we are aliens and we've lived on another planet. Maybe one day we will be able to prove that when we are able to read the full spectrum of the DNA strand. But for now, 
we have to think about who we are living in this world in our everyday consciousness. So how can we embrace the oneness and let it help us? Well, first of all, we have to acknowledge and understand that from the word go, as it were, meaning when we start to understand we have a body and that we want to move, walk, talk and touch everything, that we are continually bombarded with people around us who have energy, who motivate us, stimulate us in some way to be happy or sad. Whether you're happy or sad today largely depends on those first five years when you were living and exploring and trying to understand who you are and where you belong in this world. In this period now of destruction, what we see is rampages uh, in many different ways upon this earth. There are people killing people. There are other people beating people up. There are people raping people, abusing people. There are people shouting and yelling, arguing. There are people judging and condemning. There are people controlling and manipulating, and it goes on. There are so many ways that we can interact with other people. And unfortunately, in this period of history, most of us are fully aware of what is wrong and pay little attention to what is right. Now, if you're interested in the oneness in the overview, then you might like to get hold of my book, um, Quantum Entanglement, A Paranormal Point of View. In that book, you will read from my point of view how I see the oneness. And in listening and reading that in your own mind to yourself, you will get insights into how you perceive the oneness yourself. With my book, My Journey into the Oneness, which is my latest book, which people say they can't put down because it's so absorbing, I would say to you, if you feel that you're understanding what I'm saying right now, then you may well wish to read that book to compare with your own experiences and in the process understand a little bit more about yourself and the things that you have to share with other people. The oneness in terms of old style people who thought back in the 18-1900s was considered to be an extreme between heaven and hell. Now in our time we understand that heaven and hell is all about how we perceive ourselves in this world and how we interact with others in ways that can either bring hell upon our shoulders, troubles, trials, tribulations, pain, fear, anger and guilt, or to embrace so much of the beauty that is here in this world through the arts, through music, through sports, through design, through creativity of all sorts that allow us to embrace the sheer joy 
of invention with celebration in terms of how beautiful we are and how much beauty we can share with others. I often ask myself, why do I want to go out somewhere and talk to many people when there's a part of me that says, I want to stay home, snuggle up with my favorite book or watch a movie and just be me? Well, the truth is, no matter where we go and no matter who we share ourselves with others, we're always going to find someone who says, "Uh I don't believe you. No, no, you've got it all wrong. And of course, when that happens, it's a downer, isn't it? It's like someone has the power over you to say you're not good enough. I've done lots of shows about feeling good about yourself. And you might like to look back over the list and listen to some of them. So the point here is, you don't need to listen to the point of views of others. You only need to listen to yourself and to listen to the truth within your being. And that truth does not come from your lower self. It comes from the oneness. It comes from God. Down through all the ascended masters, angels, God, in vibration into little old you, who is able to receive the divine presence of all these angelic guides, aliens, or whatever you're attuning to, to hear a message. To understand that whatever you're trying to do, there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. In my life, I've always had many people saying it can't be done. And I've learned that the more people say it can't be done, the more I develop the will to say yes, it can. And in my own way, found many answers that nobody else wanted to believe. For me in those years, it was a hard battle. Every step was a stride upward towards the oneness. And as I pushed myself forward, trying to embrace more of the oneness, there was always someone behind me to test me, someone to try and drag me down and tell me that what I'm trying to do is impossible. So here I want to say to you that I hope that you see me as a living walking example of someone who did not give up. Someone who said, even though the world can't see what I can see or can't do what I can do, I will stand out in the crowd as an example. I may make mistakes, I may not always make my point clear, but at least I'm trying by giving expression to what the oneness was giving me. By allowing the oneness to flow through me, I was able to create better scenarios for other people. The oneness cares about everyone. And as Jesus said, Seek and ye shall find, 
Knock, and it will be opened unto you. Ask, and ye shall receive. Well, I had to mix those up a few times. Sometimes I was knocking and no one was at home. Sometimes I was seeking and there was nowhere to look. And sometimes I was just mosing around when somebody found me and asked me what I could do. Or somebody knocked on my door and asked me if I could do something. And slowly I began to realize that I didn't have to really work so hard at following Jesus' direction. Remembering that in those days there was a great difference in the understanding of each individual through caste, through religion, through country, and so forth. But today, we are a mixed bag of many people. We've intermarried. We've allowed our religions to cross over and entwine. We've become more politically orientated towards what's right for the world in general. For example, we think about world climate, and we hope that we can save the world from more smog or whatever you might think of in the hope of clean atmosphere. And together, in unity, we can achieve that goal. But first, we have to let go of the past. We have to let go of the old beliefs that what worked in the past will always work in the future. So whether we're talking about religion philosophy, a family unit, a business, or yes, political stuff. What we're actually doing here is reviewing. We're looking back at how things were done and we're saying, I don't want that in my life now. And some of us are very angry, frustrated, hitting out, blaming and shaming other people because they're not hurrying up to change. They're holding on to the old ideas and the old ways. Meanwhile, those who are holding on to the old ways are angry because they don't want change. They want things to stay the same in habits, rituals, routines. And anyone who asks them to change is in their mind a big nuisance. Something to be gotten rid of. So how do we overcome? How do we overcome this problem? Simply put, through death. Now whether that death is death of the old you in terms of a breakdown, coming to a point of realizing that enough's enough with yourself, you've hurt yourself, you don't want to hurt yourself anymore, and you want to transform and change your attitude, your outlook on life. Again, I say, if you need my help on that, all you have to do is write to me, Dr. Margaret, rvc at gmail.com, and I will help you. Likewise, for the people who've already seen a transformation in self, I have to say to you, you cannot rush out, bang everyone on the head, and say, look at me, I'm the greatest thing since cheats, because I have found a new way. All you can do is be you. So what do we want to do here when we talk about death? We want to say, history is history. What have I learned 
as a result of my history? Who have I become as a result of my history? Everything that I am today is a result of that history. Therefore, I need to reassess myself and see the growth that I have gone through. You need to look at your material growth, your physical growth, your emotional growth, your mental growth, and your spiritual growth. Yes, all aspects of yourself need to be considered. So if you're a negative person, but you think you're positive, and you're looking back at your life saying, I remember, I remember, and I've done some work on it, and I've healed my emotions, but I'm still mentally thinking about it, I have to say to you, no, you haven't done your homework because you're still held down by your history. And for those who have made a transition into the light and call themselves light workers, I say to you, to aspire to ascend, to become a part of all that is, is the wrong way round, to think, to feel. Rather, as in the form of the computer, download. Bring from the oneness, through you, new information. Information that will help others, and with it, kindness. Be lovingly wise, knowing when a person is receptive to hear, and walking away when they're not. Allowing yourself the business of being the one who is completely at peace with self. Not allowing anyone in any way, shape or form to disturb that peace is difficult. But with practice and with time, your energy will vibrate outwards. And as it does, you will attract to you more and more people who are saying, teach me how to be peaceful like you. Who are those people going to be? They're going to be the people who right now are angry, shouting, yelling, doing violent things. Yes, we have to wait for generations to die. But meanwhile, we are being supplied with new generations who are growing up very quickly. I'm sure you've already noticed that many of the children are highly talented. They are capable of doing many things that an 80-year-old woman or man today could never have done when they were two or three years old. These young children are computer-wise. They can play music. They can sing songs. They can perform like adults in many areas. Some are scientific. Some are, in some ways, engineers and so on. And together, in our future, which will be their demanding, shall we say, controlling future, we want it done right, the right way, this time. Do we trust this? Do we trust that while we destroy everything right now that we have told ourselves time and time again is important, do we trust our future, to our children, to build a better world, a world where the spiritual self is uppermost in their mind. 
take a deep breath and ask yourself, for all your training in religion and philosophy, how often do you actually thank God each day for having had that day, for living one more day? Have you stopped to see that when you've asked of someone, somehow whatever you've asked for comes by another person, a person that is the right person to bring it to you? Have you noticed that when you insist you need something out of anger and fear that it doesn't come because you're not in the right space to handle whatever it is you're asking for? Those things that we need, those things that we are protected from, and those things that we need to understand come to us at a time when we are receptive. In my book, My Journey into the Oneness, you will read my stories about how I, at many times in my life, was not ready and learned things, and then other times when I was, and learned even better things. And I hope that by the time you get to the end of this book, you too will say, Aha! I've seen those things happening in myself. And as Margaret has been a role model to the world, I want to do that now myself. Being a role model doesn't mean that you have to rush out and give 900 lectures to thousands of people. All it means is being aware of how you take care of yourself. To honor the body. Don't abuse it. Don't put drugs in it. Don't take medicines that have side effects that will break down other parts of your body. Turn to what God gave us. Natural remedies. Remedies that have not been engineered. Medicines that come from plants, not from a factory. Be aware of how your body needs to be active. Play games. If you have some disability, there's still no reason why you can't move the parts of your body that can move. Think of young men who've lost their limbs in the forces, come home and still play basketball in their chairs. Don't be a negative person and harm yourself by not using your body. If it hurts, work through the pain. If it hurts, treat the muscles, the limbs, with natural herbs, with therapy. There are many, many alternative healers in this world. Many countries who are poor have to rely on those therapies. In the Western world, we have come to rely on the magic pill that the doctors sell us. Get out from under it. Find the medicine that's right for you, for your illness. But go behind it. What caused that illness? And here I take you full circle back to the first five years of your life. Those years, much of which you won't remember, were the years when you were able to be in the world and part of the world without defining it, without saying this is bad or this is good, without believing 
that everyone is there to harm you or judge you or condemn you, but rather living in the moment. It's time again now to recreate that for yourself. To give yourself permission to be omnipresent. That means living in the moment, letting your eyes look, letting your ears listen, letting your body feel energy around you, sensing every aspect of everyone around you, knowing the difference between the negative and the positive people. And from there, understanding through inspiration from the oneness how you can be with those people and never lose your balance and always remain in peace. Now that I've shared that with you, I will finally say one more time, if you need my help, go to drmargaretrvc at gmail.com or our website www.sumariscenter.com That's S for sugar, U-M for mother, A-R-I-S as in sugar again, C-E-N-T-E-R dot com For anyone that would like to talk with me you can connect with me through Facebook, friend me or LinkedIn you can also friend me there or Twitter I'm Dr. Margaret RVC on Twitter. My emails will get you to find me in Facebook and all the other um, SEOs that are available for you to connect with me. And I will be there for you and I will respond to you. My last thing to say is I've been trying to do my Zoom talks teaching you on each of these radio shows and my videos to help you move on in this world in in your life. If you're interested, please write to me and give me your email address so that I can send you a newsletter that will let you know when I am going to start. It will be very easy for you to do. It will not cost you a fortune and you will learn a great deal from me because I will be downloading information for you from the oneness. So for now, please walk in the way of the oneness. What that means is embrace the energy of the oneness and know that God is within your heart and will always be. Blessings to you.